I want to take a few moments to share with you um, a little bit about the upcoming holiday of Shavuos, which starts tonight and will continue for the next 48 hours outside the land of Israel. Um, and it, this is the holiday. It's a, for some reason a very uh, little known holiday um, in many circles, but it happens to be one of the most important Jewish holidays commemorating the receiving of the Torah on Mount Sinai 3,333 years ago. So what I want to share with you three interesting customs we have tonight on this holiday and give you a little bit of insight into them and kind of open up a little bit about what we're celebrating. So, and I'm going to try to do it uh, uh, pretty quickly, uh, just so that uh, for those of you who don't have so much time today. So... What is this holiday all about? There are three interesting customs. One, you will notice if you go to synagogue tonight that the synagogue is adorned with flowers. That's a very interesting custom. Additionally, for those who are familiar, there is a custom to eat cheesecake. Cheesecake, it's a big one. And uh, if you don't get anything out of this this lecture, then at least hopefully you'll get to enjoy some cheesecake in the next uh, two days and you'll be fulfilling an ancient Jewish custom. And finally, there is a custom to stay up all night tonight in uh, synagogues all over the world. Uh, Jews will be staying up learning Torah the entire night until sunrise when many people pray with the sunrise or uh, go to sleep and get a few hours of sleep and then get up later to pray. So what's with these three customs? So let's begin with the cheesecake. So the cheesecake comes from a verse in the Song of Songs, Shiram, Shiram written by King Solomon, which compares Torah to milk and honey. Why is Torah compared to milk and honey? So let's explore these two things and try to understand the significant symbolism of milk and honey. Milk is a very interesting substance. Milk, according to the uh, the Torah, we're not allowed to eat milk and meat. And some of the Kabbalists explain the reason for that is because milk represents life. Milk is the life force, the perfect food that babies consume that is made perfectly to give life. Milk represents life, whereas meat represents death. And we, it's, it's callous, it's un, insensitive to pour milk on something that has, whose life has been taken and to eat them together. So why, what does that mean that milk represents life? So what is life? What's the definition of life? It's very simple from a Torah perspective. Definition of life is the combination of two distinct factors. Life exists with the coming together of body and soul. When a body and soul come together, you get life. When the body and soul are separated, the body which was so so vibrant and so animated becomes lifeless, becomes just a piece of, of basically of just substance without any life force. So that is the coming that is the definition of life. So why is that significant to Torah? Because what's the goal of Torah? Before the Torah was given, spirituality existed. Spirituality has always existed. Without Torah, a person has the ability to meditate on the oneness of God, to be spiritual, 
to transcend physicality, which is the path of many religions to go away from physical desire, from selfishness, to learn how to uh, be more in tune with the soul. That existed before the giving of the Torah. What's unique about the Torah is the Torah teaches how to bring spirituality in to physicality. That's what's unique about Judaism, is that the Torah is a guidebook for how to engage in the physical world, in all the aspects of life, from marriage, raising children, working, eating, but learning how to do those things in a way that connects us to spirituality and oneness, in a way that increases godliness in the world, not by leaving the body, not by disengaging from physicality, by being celibate, by fasting, by by minimizing in physical pleasure, but rather engaging in all the physical pleasures, but doing it in a way that creates greater levels of spirituality. The Torah is called Torah's Chaim. That means a guidebook to life. Now we understand what that means. Life is the bringing together of body and soul, bringing spirituality into physicality. The Torah is defined as a guidebook to creating life in this world, connecting bodies and souls. And now we can understand honey, the custom of honey as well. Cheesecake is a combination of milk and honey, as the Torah is compared to both milk and honey. Honey is a very unusual thing. No, normally, we don't eat things that come from non-kosher animals, right? Pig's milk, not kosher. Camel's milk, not kosher. And yet honey is kosher. And that's very strange because honey comes from a non-kosher animal. We're not allowed to eat bees or bugs or anything like that. So how is it that honey's kosher? comes out that honey represents turning something non-kosher into something that's kosher. Literally taking impurity and turning it into something spiritual. And the Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Chassidim, said that says, that's why honey's so sweet, because it comes from something that's not kosher. And in fact, the Talmud explains that when a person does tshuva, when a person repents, when a person returns from having done something wrong and they do it out of love the thing they did wrong the sin becomes a mitzvah it actually becomes the sweetest thing when we transform ourselves our negative qualities becomes the sweetest thing and again honey is symbolic of torah because the goal of torah is to transform the impure physical world into a spiritual existence finally let's understand the last two components why do we stay up all night and learn because sleep, the Talmud explains, is, is a little bit of the experience of death. When we're asleep, our soul leaves our body to some degree. Our consciousness leaves, and our body is left to some degree in a lifeless form. So again, on Shavuos, we're trying to engage in life, in connecting spirituality to physicality, and therefore, we stay up to fight against this power of death in order to have a little bit more life. We're only in this world for a limited time. And in fact, the Talmud says that on Shavuos, everyone is obligated to eat more than one would on a normal holiday. Because eating again is taking physical things and putting it into your body, turn and then, and you do spiritual things with that life force, with whatever you ate, you're literally lifting up the physical world. And there, that, now we can understand why we have flowers on Shavuos, that we decorate our, our houses and our synagogues with flowers. Really, the custom is to decorate it with grass. Why grass? Because the Talmud explains that when the Torah was given on Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai was covered in, in grass. 
Why is that significant? Because Mount Sinai is in the desert. In the Sinai Desert, it's a place of sand and stone. There's no grass in the desert. And yet the Torah transformed Mount Sinai into a beautiful, luscious oasis. And that is literally, again, our mission. The mission of the Jewish people, mission of the Torah is to turn the wasteland of the physical world, the, the barren spiritual desert into an oasis of spirituality. As the Kutzka Rebbe, famous Hasidic master, said, it says in, te, in Psalms, Hashemayim Shemayim Lashem Va'aretz Nasan Livnei Adam. The heaven is heaven for God, and the earth was given to man. And he says, why does it say the heaven twice? The heavens are heavens for God. He said, because heaven is already heaven for God. But the earth God gave to us to turn into heaven. Our job is to transform this world from a wasteland into a civilization, a place of unity, harmony, and oneness and spirituality. That is our mission of the Jewish people. That in the, the Torah is our guidebook for how to do that, how to bring life into the places where life does not exist, where disunity exists, where disconnection between body and soul exists. I want to wish you all a beautiful Shavuos. Enjoy your cheesecake. Enjoy your milk and honey, staying up all night learning the sweetness of Torah, which is really the sweetest thing we can do in this world, is to get close to God, to experience the beauty and warmth of a relationship with Him and uh, the incredible embrace that He has and love that He has for each and every one of us. Wishing you all a beautiful, happy, and holy Shavuos.